earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Welcome to the Uncommon Communicator Podcast. We are your hosts, Brandon Thompson and James Gable, here to bring you enlightenment to the topic of communication. Uh, good morning, James. Good morning, Brandon. How are we doing today? Super duper. Cool. I'm glad that we're both realizing we have too high of a caffeine intake. Yes, both at the same time. At the same yeah. time. We're both coming to the yeah. same conclusion. And I'm I'm twice as far ahead of you today right now. This is actually true here. Hold on. This me, never happens. Let, let, either. let me do some let me do some catch up real quick. I'll let you I'll let you talk about reciprocity and I'll and I'll I will uh I will catch up because now I'm indebted to you on a caffeine level. You will be indebted so I, I will, to I will me. get on your caffeine I I will reciprocate and get on your caffeine level. Yep. Well, and you know, if somebody's giving me coffee and say, let's go out for coffee, I will already have coffee before we go out. But we're going to talk about today the idea of reciprocity. And in its simplest terms, it refers to that give and take relationship. Two people exchange information or actions, and it should be done in like a balanced and mutually beneficial, you know, that type of mutual benefit for each, but balanced is the key. But the idea of reciprocity actually goes a lot deeper. I was really surprised when you study reciprocity. There's a lot of psychological journal, psychology, psychology journals that have studied this whole principle, this idea that we often feel obligated to give. So there's more to it than just me giving you something and you giving me something in return. It goes a lot deeper into our psyche than I expected to dive into. Well, yeah. And that's, it's a social contract. Um, and not necessarily, what was it, Hobbes that came up with a social contract? I think it was Hobbes. Anyway, um, and not the Hobbes, not not the Dwayne Johnson, Hobbes and Shaw. I was the, thinking Calvin and Hobbes, not the cartoon Not either. the cartoon either. Um, but the social, like, we, in order to coexist as a species, and all species have this, right? Like, lions have a social contract, right? Like, they have a hierarchy, wolves have a social contract, Um like just nature has itself a social contract and we have a social contract that we've now in ways verbalized in other ways, not verbalized, right. That's continually demonstrated. Um, and it's just a way to, to live and coexist. And reciprocity is a, is a very good example of a way that this social contract is lived on a daily basis. Right. Um, it's so here, so here, so it's kind of like there's an episode of the big bang theory about gift giving. Um, it's Christmas time and Penny wants to give her neighbors a gift and Sheldon eloquently displays reciprocity and just the social contract that comes with giving a gift. Right. Um, so we'll just, we'll, we will just listen to Sheldon Cooper for just a moment. Hey, well, thank you for that. But I got you and Leonard a few silly neighbor gifts. So I'll just put them under my tree. Hey, wait, you bought me a present. Uh huh. Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> I don't know, because it's Christmas. No, oh, Penny. I know you think you're being generous, but the foundation of gift giving is reciprocity. Like, you haven't given me a gift. You've given me an obligation. Don't feel bad, Penny. It's a classic rookie mistake. My first Hanukkah with Sheldon, he yelled at me for eight nights. Uh, it's okay. You don't have to give me anything in return. Of course I do. The essence of the custom is that I now have to go out and purchase for you a gift of commensurate value and representing the same perceived level of friendship as that represented by the gift you've given me. Well, it's no wonder suicide rates skyrocket this time of year. All right, you know what? Forget it. I'm not giving you a 
present. No, he's too late. I see it. That elf sticker says to show them. The die has been cast. The moving finger has writ. Hannibal has crossed the Alps. I know it's funny when it's not happening to us. Sheldon, I am very, very sorry. You no, know, no, I brought this on myself by being such an endearing and important part of your life. I'm going to need a ride to the mall. It's happening to us. So, case in point, right? There's a, there's almost a bit of a social contract when it comes to like Christmas and whatnot, and reciprocity is an aspect of it. Um, and we're going to apply that to our communication, right? Well, the idea of the obligation, it, it was interesting to find there's kind of twofold to this whole idea of reciprocal conversation, right? So what initially got me interested in this idea of recipro- reciprocity is a book by Robert Cialdini, and he talks about the idea of reciprocity and how people feel obligated. So that is exactly what Sheldon had taken, you know, that take of that obligation. I give something to you. You're now obligated to give something to me. And in doing that, his exact words were, you didn't give me a gift. You gave me an obligation. Yeah. Right. Real appreciative guy. Right. So the idea of leveraging this is something that is probably worth talking about. Like what's your intentions? Are you going to leverage this idea by a little bit of a gift? This goes to the idea of the Harry Krishnas. Do you remember those? Those are probably back in your world history books you'll have to look at. It Talking was, about the airplane episode? Or not the airplane episode, but the airplane uh, airplane skit? Airplane sketch, call it. movie, classic movie. Yeah, and, and the, the little sketch or whatever when they're they're giving out flowers at the airport. And, uh, like, you know, now that I've given you a flower, you're going to give me something, right? You're going to get a donation. It, it's okay, man. That one dude was definitely donating fists to the cause. <laughs> That's a classic movie. But it was definitely a take. The Harry Krishnas had figured it out as whatever group they were doing that if they gave you a flower there and they did numbers on it they studied this and it was a percentages higher fact that somebody will now feel obligated to donate to whatever your cause was and their cause was for them to get more money mm-hmm. so they would give people the flower and then somebody would go around grabbing the flowers out of the trash can that was up the way and then they would recycle these flowers but just the mere act of giving you something made people feel ob- i didn't want to be indebted to you so they immediately would in their mind how am i going to repay you yeah. that's that reciprocal portion of it it is um and but so let's I feel like we're we're putting this in a bit of a bad light, and we don't. I don't want this to. Reciprocity is not inherently a bad thing, and it's not inherently like a manipulative thing. It definitely can be, um, and it can be used as a manipulative thing for your advantage all day long, and that's perfectly fine. But like, just talk about it as a communication aspect from uh, like a, a, an exchange of information point, as opposed to like an exchange of actual goods perspective, right? So if you were like you kind of brought up an oversharer um, when we were discussing this earlier, right? So you you build rapport with people that you work with. You build rapport with like people that you're like you're with your friends or whatever, right? And you do this by sharing information on different levels of personal, like different personal levels, right? Like I'm going to share some personal stories with my boss, but I'm going to share definitely different personal stories with my friends than I am with my boss, right? Um, and Let's just let's just talk about reciprocity from like a building relationship standpoint. You share with them, and then in return, the idea of reciprocity is that they are then going to share a story or something along similar lines that um, opens them up to you the same way you just opened up to them, right? And then in doing so, you build a relationship moving forward, right? Like it's 
it doesn't always have to be a friendly relationship. It could be a very much like a business relationship, right? You know, what'd you do this weekend? This is what I did this weekend. And then the, the next question that you tend to ask is what did then you do this weekend? Right? Like that, that is a reciprocal, um, exchange of information and a reciprocal communication that could possibly occur. Very basic, but that kind of thing happens. That's the idea that we are discussing today. Yep. And it's very much like the game of catch. I've got the ball. I'm going to throw you the ball. You're going to take the ball and you're going to throw it back to me. Yeah. Which also, can we discuss how the game of catch should not be called catch? It's not. It's 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 almost should be called like catch and release or like catch and throw, catch and toss, or maybe it should just be called cu- like toss because regardless of if you catch, because not every time you catch the ball, right? That is true. Like sometimes just you toss. Yeah, you just toss. Yeah, because that that would be the right. If we need to change this, I agree. Yes. Well, because like so, look, if you want to play the game catch, one, let's say that one person throws the ball and then the other individual catches it. Game over, man. Game That's over. It. That's you, it. Game over. Like if that, it's a game of catch, you caught. You caught. Game over. Right. So it, there, there's no reciprocity that's occurring right there. You have to be able to toss the ball back. So I believe the game should be called toss, or maybe even like fetch. <laughs> now, like, like, I don't even know what road you're going down. Well, no, so think about fetch. it. Right. So, I'm so, gonna go play fetch. Well, yeah. So you play fetch with the dog, right? Yeah. Because you throw the ball, and, and then the back. dog brings the ball back to you in a way that you could throw the ball to a human. And then magically the ball comes back to you. Whether the human is attached to it or not, I don't know. But I feel like the game of catch should almost be called fetch. Well, I think we're going a little bit off rails because the <laughs> idea of catch uh, or toss, as you yeah, want to call we're, it. Let's call it toss. Is it's coming back and offensive. forth. But whereas with a, a dog, it is fetch. You're the only one throwing. That dog is not going to come and toss it back to you. No, but they're, they come running. They're, look, I'm telling you right now. Play fetch with a dog and which one of you ends up winded? Yeah, that's true. I, I've never beat my dog at fetch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Versus, it's not a very. I quit before they want to quit. Yeah. And they're the ones doing all the running. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of this game of catch and reciprocity is. And or that, toss. And or toss. If one person dominates that conversation, that's when it no longer became, becomes that game of catch. And that. And that conversation becomes unbalanced. So that's the idea of the reciprocity is you have to allow that conversation to be a back and forth, evenly balanced. And, you know, when, as you had stated earlier, you know, I, we were talking about people that overshare immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you meet somebody and you suddenly realize, you know, you, you learned about his three divorces and his wife cheated on him and he did this and he dropped, lost all this money. And you got to wonder that is almost that overshare says, uh, for me, it's, this is not an even balance. Like I am not going to dive deep into my life for you to that level. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know you like that, buddy. That, was, that sounds a little rough, there, kiddo. Um, have a good rest of your day. Blah 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 blah. So that's not a good reciprocal conversation because no. I'm not going to give you back equal amount. So oversharing can be too much as well, too. Yeah. Um. But so, like, what, what are six main points? to keep in mind regarding reciprocity and communication. Yeah. There's, so there's six points. One is it has to be that two way conversation. You mm-hmm. can't go in there and dominate the conversation. There has to be a back and forth exchange between two or more people uh, sharing that information. That's just how it is. It has to be that two way conversation. Yeah. Again, otherwise then you end up with a game of catch where one person tosses it to you and then you catch it and that's it. Game over. Game over. Like I that, just like, tossed it over. Yeah, like, nothing like, back. They, pretend that that like or like volleyball, right? I don't know if like volley. Why don't we use volleyball? Because there's not. We don't have to have a debate about what to call volleyball, right? I hit the ball over the side, and you just let it fall to the ground. 
but then don't pick it back up and serve it back to me. Right. That's just, that's, that's the point. The game. That's, point. Yeah. Point. That's it. It's not. If you do that 21 times, game over. Yeah, but it's not reciprocal. If I don't give you the ball back, it's not reciprocal whatsoever, and the game does not continue. So we need to keep the game of volleyball going back and forth, and that that is a two-way communication, and that 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 is reciprocity. So that's probably the number number one thing to think about with reciprocity. Um, something that's probably a little bit less thought of is active listening, which we've discussed several times on this podcast. But active listening seems to be kind of almost more important to communicating than even communicating itself. Uh, as everybody likes to point out, you have two ears and one mouth, right? Yeah, and it seems like active listening ties into a lot of our communications, especially in this reciprocity, because then you're you're comfortable enough to then ask some questions to be able to get clarifications. Yeah. So that's that back and forth, right? And and maybe you're providing feedback to each other. That's the give and take that happens with this reciprocal relationship yeah. or you need to be able to listen to know like again if we're giving something back right you have to know how much to give back you have to be listening and paying attention enough to know the uh the the way the weight of the social contract that you are now required to serve back to the other individual. see serve back that's good we're gonna say see? volleyball screw the catch slash tosh analogy we're going volleyball all right i'll serve next the thing that active listening builds you in this reciprocal part too builds trust mm-hmm. and i had this conversation with somebody recently and it's like well do you need trust and yes to be true reciprocal conversation you're sharing some information you're trusting in some ways that you're going to be given an opportunity to interact with that yeah. that goes back to that that uh serve volley as you want to call it yeah like, it, like over it. you're you're expecting it to come back and and that relationship if if somebody's holding on to that too long there's not that trust and then you can't you're not going to build trust without yeah. having that give that give and take in building relationships with people reciprocity is a massive okay it's it's a big deal with the social contract and how we build relationships is entirely based off of like our communication is social contract so reciprocity just plays a massive role in this and you can go deeper with more trust, right? Like I'm going to trust the, the, the strangers I see at work. I will trust with maybe what I'm going to do later that day. Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to go over to my usual spot and I'm going to play Pokemon go for a couple hours. Right. That that's the level of trust I got. And then, you know, and then I'll look back and I'll say, all right, so what are you going to get up to today? And they say, ah, we're just hanging out. We're going to Costco. Right. Like that, that is a reciprocal conversation for the level of trust that we have created because I just met them 10 seconds ago and all I'm going to do is make their coffee. Right. But as, as opposed to, um, I, you know, the, the, any of the other homies that I got, I might tell them about how my work week was or what's been going on. Right. And then in return, I will listen and do the same thing. Cause we have built more of a trust and more of a communication with that. And I think trust then builds upon respect. I think that's the next item. Mm -hmm. And when you respect somebody in this, you're, you're going to respect their viewpoints. You might disagree. They might disagree, but it's okay to have that conversation for that to be truly reciprocal. You have to be respectful of somebody else's opinions. Even if you don't, you don't have to agree with it, but you should be respectful about their opinions. That's an important part in keeping it reciprocal. Yeah, again, because they, they are trusting you enough to open up about their inner, like inner thoughts, right? Like some opinions aren't necessarily, I won't say socially acceptable, but like, you know, are frowned upon socially or um, are not shared by the over, like the abundance of people. Like flat earthers probably have to trust you just like a little bit before they really share that they are like, yeah, actually, I think the earth is flat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so James, I'll have a conversation about um, the the shape of the Earth later because I trust you enough to to let you in on this deep dark secret that I have. And me respecting the fact that you might be a complete idiot. I'm not going to bring out any science or anything else in regards to the Earth being round. You're right, because there was Cause no disrespect. Yeah, there was there was no that. disrespect calling me a complete and total idiot. It's fine, <laughs> but that that is true. Like there is that, and that that's probably the trust and respect together. Yeah. If somebody's willing to share something that might be a little bit, you know, out there, like, you know, I really believe in Bigfoot, even though, you know, we all carry phones and cameras now. But for some reason, when you see the Bigfoot, your battery dies. Magically. Magically. There has not been enough images of him because yeah. our, our batteries die. Well, I mean, I think I got into a little bit of hot water last time we were in California because I was like, oh, aliens got to exist, right? And and I guess apparently that was the out there that was the out there idea. And I was like, come on, guys! Like, really, billions of stars, you know, ever expanding universe, and you think that we are the one, the only one, really? And, now- and, and the fact that James is silent speaks to exactly the level of trust that we have right now and the reciprocity. Because I just opened myself up to James and the internet, apparently. And, and I got nothing in return. Sometimes gasp, silence, let is, down. It's respect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe in my mind, how can we change this conversation? Oh, okay, to maintain this level of to, to shared it, respect, to, to to have our relationship continue in a forward <laughs> manner, and not just come to an abrupt halt because Brandon believes that there's a good chance that aliens exist. It's a big universe out there. I will give you that one. And you know, there we go. And he's finally that is the reciprocation I was looking for. That's yeah. Finally. I'll give you the fact that it's a big universe. Out no, there. that thank gosh. I'm, I'm glad you know basic like you know <laughs> space. All right. So the other thing that you create through this reciprocal communication is a shared understanding. Did we just come to a shared understanding that you believe that the universe is really large and possibly could have aliens, but you're just not going to go wildly out there and say, I think that's what we did. I think I used less words than that. And you filled in the remaining words of your expectations. That's just because I'm a fantastic communicator. And I, and you now have exactly laid out what I expect from you in this reciprocal communication that we've been having. Well, and I think in this particular uh, game of toss that we're playing right here, volleyball. Volleyball, Yeah. uh, We're we're lobbing it back and forth. I do not believe we're going to engage in, the rest of this conversation on this podcast, maybe on another one. <sighs> so you just shot me down like that? No, I just like, like let's one of the UFOs that this. the government's taken out. He just shot me down. Let's table this topic of <laughs> potential aliens for another time. And then the last one is see is coming up with positive outcomes. I think anytime there's that reciprocity, we're having these back and forths. There's going to be positive stuff that's going to come out of it. The minute that you throw in that lack of respect, if you don't get to that shared understanding, if it's not two-way, if I'm not actively listening, you're, you're not going to have good outcomes from it. But if you can follow these things in this res, in this reciprocal type of communication, good things are going to happen. Yeah, let's incorporate the yes and that we had last week. Um, right? Yeah, yes and is a reciprocal form of communication because, number one, you are agreeing yes, and then, number two, you're sending the ball back and saying and, right? Um, and we and if you haven't listened to last week's episode of the Uncommon Communicator podcast, now is a good time to go back. But the idea of yes and, right, creates creativity. It creates a level of trust and understanding between the two parties, and you are just allowed to openly share your thoughts and whatnot. And that is 
that that that's what reciprocity can lead to. You have to you you will continually do this, and that will build the two way communication. You will have to actively listen in order to continue to build it, right? Uh, and then once the active listening happens and the two way communication continues, you have trust, mutual understanding, respect, and that kind of thing. And then the you know, and through this, yes, and is continuing. And with the idea of that yes and tying right into that, you don't have to completely agree to be able to say yes. Yeah, this is and, great. Yeah. And this is that same idea. James this, just did it. James just said that, yes, this is a big universe. This is a big universe. James, that said, is very James true. said, yes, this is a big universe, and we're going to move on from this conversation, but I'm not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, communications with aliens. That'll be next, right? We're going to tie hieroglyphics to the alien style of language. Man, ancient deep, aliens knows a thing or two. <laughs> You've seen too many episodes of Netflix documentaries. I may or may not watch Independence Day every year on Independence <laughs> well, I do. Day. Absolutely, <laughs> as, <you> I do. <laughs> as everyone should. Anyway, but that that is the idea of reciprocity, and um, it, it's like the obligation of the social contract is why you feel that you need to give back in reciprocity. But there's a lot of Opening yourself up and having those open lines of dialogue and active listening are all good things to just do in general when you're communicating. And I think that the takeaway from the idea is, yes, could, could you use it in a manipulative way? Possibly. But mm-hmm. the idea is you we've all been in those situations where it's just a give and you can't get any anything out of somebody. Don't be that person. Like you have to be in that give and take relationship or excuse yourself because these type of reciprocal communications are going to get you to a positive end. And it's only going to happen with two people. It's going to be that give and the take. We have to give, we have to take, and then measure what you give and measure what you take. And then from there, you're going to improve. Yeah. Play volleyball. Don't play catch. You know, I like that volleyball reference. So that's, that's my UC moment. Keep the ball in the air. Keep the ball in the air. That's all I got. Don't drop the ball. See See you. bye. Bye.